Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. From Brooklyn, New York, where the offensively heinous Pabst Blue Ribbon is widely accepted as a drinkable beer, it's Blazin' Rye Radio. Tonight on the show, top 40 recording artist Kara Kuichi. And now, reformed PBR drinker who I hope has his pants on by now, Ryan Holmes. Everybody, how are you? It's Monday, January 27th, 2014. Tonight on the show, Kara Quichi. So very excited for that. Uh, I'm joined now by, for tonight, the shot to my batter in law, uh, Michelle Kinney. May I call you Michelle? Yes, you may. <laughs> how, how are you, darling? I'm fantastic. How are you doing this evening, Ryan Holmes? I'm doing fine. You know what I was thinking about? Don't you do you do you like buying razors, Michelle? Do I like buying them? Yeah, do you, you like, like buying the actual razors? razor or like the or the the refills? Because those are two Either very one. Um, I find them to be a pain in the ass and overly yeah. expensive. Agreed. So what what everyone can because you know no who has time to buy razors and who has money and who has the patience so what you do is everybody who's listening go over to blazingryeradio.com click on the banner for Dollar Shave Club you get quality top notch razors for as little as one dollar a month delivered right to your door no bullshit how great a deal is that Michelle I think that's amazing and I'll tell you what there is a good looking fellow who works in my office who gets the Dollar Shave Club razors um, delivered to him all the time. Well, there so, you go. There's proof right there. He used to them. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I, tonight uh, I was in an elevator and I heard <laughs> something very Sorry, disturbing and I, want, I, I okay. thought I need to share it with Michelle. So I'm going to. This woman turned to this man and said, and they're doing it the Monday before Super Bowl, so there goes Super Bowl. What? That's what she said. I don't know what she was talking about, but she said, and they're doing it the Monday before Super Bowl, so there goes Super Bowl. And at that moment, (laughs) that's when I realized that we as a people have lost our goddamn mind. You think Who it happened that? right it's in that moment? It's the Super Bowl. Wow. What what did they do? What the, why is the Super Bowl going? And where is it going? And what happened? You know, on the she Monday meant before? she meant for her. There goes Super Bowl. But you know, most people would say there goes the Super Bowl. Uh, oh. Speaking of the Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, who are you uh, rooting for? The uh, is it the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City uh, Patriots? <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to tell you, I am, you know, since the New York Giants were poopy this season, I have to say I'm going to root for um, the Denver Broncos. Oh. I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. Oh, Okay. Okay, that's that's a good. He was uh, he was my fantasy quarterback, and I did very well this season. I came second place in my league. I heard he was your fantasy something else too. Hi, hey, what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will spend Sunday like I do every year trying to avoid watching the game because nothing bothers me more than sitting down and watching football. As you know, 
Um, but somehow every year I wind up getting roped into it. Anyway, uh, Michelle Kinney, the Grammys were last night. Uh, well, what did you think about the awards show? Well, I have to be very honest with you. <laughs> yes. I watched some clips because I don't have cable. We, I yes. know we've talked about this before. I don't have cable. Um, however, on this, like, janky-ass antenna I have, I, I don't know if it's not close enough to the window, but I can't get CBS. And all the award shows seem to be on CBS. And <laughs> I didn't get it. So I was watching them kind of after the fact. I was watching the clips. Um, I will say, though, that I watched Pink fly from the ceiling, and she is a mothballs. <laughs> She's a mothball? <laughs> she is a giant mothball. She has a box of mothballs. No, she's a maze balls, right? She's so good. And the oh, my God. She is I was one of the to her greatest. Thing. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, she's one of the greatest. Continue. One of the greatest. And she's, I'm, she's hanging from the ceiling. First of all, there's the height thing, which to me, being, you know, hanging from the ceiling on a thing does not feel luxury to me. However, um, she's doing that. She's spinning, and she's half naked. And she's singing, and I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to her, and I'm waiting for her to take uh, take a, an extra breath or a breath where she's not supposed to, or I'm, I'm waiting for her to start singing flat, and it just it doesn't happen. She does not miss a beat. She's amazing. Yeah, and, like, uh, my uh, our friend, the backstage wizard, Tom Fogarty, after uh, her performance, he said something like, Pink just schooled everyone in lip syncing. You know, no excuses now, Brittany. And uh, that, I thought, you know, he made a valid point. Do you think she was, I don't think she was lip syncing. That's Wait, what oh, he was saying. Mean, oh, you mean she wasn't. He, he was like, okay. if Pink can do all that, those acrobatics and, you know, lift a guy on her shoulders and all that shit, uh, then, and, and she can sing live, then, you know, if you're just standing there or dancing, you should be able to sing live too. Right, exactly. That's what, that's what people yeah. on Broadway do every, eight, eight times a week. <laughs> what did you think of the, uh, did you see the Macklemore same love deal? I did. And I have to tell you, I had a little weepy moment. That was, it was beautiful, don't you think? It was beautiful. The one issue I had with it was when uh, <laughs> Ryan Lewis pushed Queen Latifah out of the way so that Madonna could come through. Oh, gosh, I have to go back and watch that. That's interesting. <laughs> he pushed her? That's yeah, he was like, he, well, he just guided her away so that Madonna <laughs> yeah, could make her entrance. Her. But, you know, it's not like Madonna needed a lot of space. Uh, right, and, she just needed about two square feet to be like, open your heart to me. <laughs> <laughs> and what her cowboy hat. What is that Madonna what? song? Open your heart? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like, open your heart to me, baby, I'll love when you hold the key. You know that song? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, Wait, what is good. it? So good. Oh, you hold the, huh? I don't know what the words are, let's be honest. I'm, I'm singing some I'm singing some fictional lyrics. I've got <laughs> no, Eric Gillespie right. in my apartment right now. I've got Eric yeah. Gillespie up in this piece right now. What's going on in the background there? Are you being chased by the police? No, I said Erica Lustig is here. Oh my God, she's tell tell her I said hello and I want my joke off theme song. I'm in the middle of writing something, but when I'm done with that, I'll work on your show, okay? I'll work on your song. I don't believe that for a second, but thank you. Your theme song comes after. Truth. Oh man, uh, what do you think about so, this? What else uh, did you read? Did you read Olympics any of the coming up? What do you think about those? Hmm? I feel like there's a delay. Every time I come on the show, there's always just like a half a second delay. So when I talk and then you talk and then I don't know and I'm like, <laughs> ah, where do I go? <laughs> oh, I had moved on to the Olympics. Oh, the Olympics. Yeah. So there's all this controversy. There's the whole anti-gay thing and then there's the, um, the, the well, the, the terrorism fear. Uh, right. I, the I would be afraid to go to these games. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. First of all, um, you know, I have to say that I 
living in New York for almost 10 years should make me someone who is fearless and 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 not afraid of anything that's redundant but um <laughs> I, I feel like i i'm more aware of my surroundings than i ever have been and something and i you know i have enough fear just living in new york with all the crap that goes on here and i'm not just talking about terrorism i'm talking about is that guy going to punch me in the face and take my purse things like that um so you know the, the circumstances yes. surrounding what's yes, going on over there. I I I was saying something to someone at work the other day. I was like, you know, I feel like these these Olympics are going to go either way. I think that it's going to be fine and nothing's going to happen, or shit's mm-hmm. going to go down. And I don't <laughs> think we're going to know. And I I personally would not want to be there for it. No, uh, you know, even you some know? of these athletes, the, their families aren't uh, attending because yeah, the athletes I don't want that. them to. I saw that. Yeah. And they have these women that, what do they call the black widows or something like that? These women, oh. who, um, they think one of them's already infiltrated the security there. Oh, and they, they're suicide bom- bombers or something. Crazy. Oh, jeez. I'm just oh, like, geez. I'm like, like nothing against the Russian people. I'm sure a lot of them are very lovely. But, like, I'm, like, thinking again, like, why are, why are the Olympics happening there? <laughs> it just seems like a very volatile place right now. Yeah, um, and how about the mayor of Sochi saying gays don't live here? Well, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would you? <laughs> there, right? there must be Isn't at least that, one. Everybody knows, everybody knows, Ryan, there's no gays in Sochi. <laughs> <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. There's no gays yes, in Sochi. Yes, <laughs> I got it. got the reference. Um, <laughs> So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. When do they start up? Um, was it the week after next, I think? Or is it okay. next week? Listen, you know how Jeez. after um after the Olympics are over, uh Jay Leno is gonna give up the tonight show again? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's gonna stay off this time? No. I think the same thing's gonna happen that happened last time. And nobody I seems to see how that's possible. Look. Jimmy Fallon is like on top of his game. Mitt Romney was on the other night slow jamming the news. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I mean, when Conan left late night, he was on the top of his game. I know, that's true. Poor, poor Conan. I love Conan. But he poor was, Leno was on, a, like, CBS this morning. No, he was on 60 Minutes last night, and the guy, and Leno was like, oh, no, that won't happen again. You know, it'll be fine. Uh, Jenny is a great guy, and he's very talented, and blah, blah, blah. And then the guy goes, Steve Croft says, "This is these are the exact same things you said when Conan was about to take over." And then Leno said, "Oh, did I say that? Kind of oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens." He's kind of a smarmy asshole, don't you think? And generally not funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's a bit of he's a, no a weasel. He's no Dave. No, he's no Dave. That's what I feel the worst for you about not having CBS is that you know that I mean um, that's the only reason I, I got one of them antennas was for Dave. I know it's not. It's from the second I I plugged this stupid thing into my my TV, and I've had two TVs. My other TV, my parents took um, back upstate, and so I have my boyfriend's TV now. And it does. I don't get CBS on that one either. I'm like, what is this bull roar? There's got to be a way now. to remedy this situation. It doesn't make any sense unless there's know. you know there was that whole CBS Time Warner debacle. Would that have anything to do? Right. with Right, and I thought that that was maybe it, but then you can get it on yours. That's true, but maybe. But wasn't it Time Warner in Manhattan, not in Brooklyn, or was it all over? I I think it's here. I don't know if it's all over. I know that if you get one of the splitters, that you can't get the basic channels anymore. Because you used to be able to get the splitter for your internet and then plug that into your TV. But Time Warner blocked that. You can't do that anymore. Glitter like you can't even get basic channels anymore. What are you talking about? What are you plugging into your TV? Glitter? Twitter? <laughs> I go to Michael's craft store and I get the biggest tube of glitter I can find and I just <laughs> plug it in my computer and I hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a great idea. So but you pour all, glitter all, all over the, the TV and poof, get his logo. <laughs> David Letterman shows up. Yeah. I can only get Letterman and logo when I, when I plug all that glitter in. 
<laughs> Let me just remind everyone to go to shortyawards.com slash Blazing Ryan. Vote for Blazing Ryan in Podcaster. Uh, I'm right now getting my ass kicked by a baby wearing a helmet and a guy <laughs> who hosts a Pokemon podcast. That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Is that, I, is that Lustig or is that you, Michelle? I can't tell the difference between your voices. <laughs> There's a, there's a couple of us. <laughs> Have you been trading off the whole time? <laughs> what? Have you guys been trading off the whole time who says things? No, 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 no. It's it's been me. Lustig sitting on so, my couch doing her thing. Facebooking up a storm. <laughs> like so, uh, Kenny, Kenny, what what's going on in, in your life as we wait for our, our guest? What, what's happening? What's happening? Um, what is happening? Um, gosh. Like personally or professionally? I guess I'll just tell you everything because who cares? Um, I work in an office now. I work in an office now. I work in a hedge fund, which you know. Yes. Which is not for forever, obviously. Um, but my boyfriend who lives in D.C. uh, lives in New York now and he lives with me. So that's very fun. It's very grown up. Oh, congratulations. You're doing the whole uh, living together, the living in sin we thing. We are. We even <laughs> bought our bedding at West Elm, which I feel makes me a yuppie. But that's fine. I'm <laughs> grown up. I didn't go to TJ Maxx for my bedding. I went to West Elm or Ikea. Oh, right? wow. That's that's expensive. Um, Michelle I know, Kitty, and, and I love you. Thank you so much for joining the panel tonight. Place. You rock. I love you, Ryan Holmes. You keep it real. You too. Tell Erica I want my song. Okay. <laughs> Paper Bye. towels. Paper towels. <laughs> All right. My guest tonight was just ranked number eight in the country among top 40 independent artists by Media Base. Please welcome to the program, Kara Quichi. Kara, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm <clears throat> I'm actually feeling a little sick today, but I'm oh, no. still happy to do the interview. And no, it's okay. I'm I'm doing great. Is there a bug going around Los Angeles? Is that where you are, right? Yes, I'm in Los Angeles. Um, I don't know. I I think going around in December. I think I've just been working a lot lately. <clears throat> so <laughs> so you procrastinated. <laughs> I'm getting sick to do work. Yeah, mine. Mine must be behind, yeah. <laughs> so, Kara, yeah. your song Fight is killing it on Top 40 Radio. How did this come about? Well, it was definitely a long time in the making. I, I didn't just wake up one day and decide to do it. Um, I recorded Fight way back in 2010, and it's just now being released, and... I'm so excited. It's been like my baby for so long. Um, you know, I had to get it personally approved by Rick Rubin um, so that way it could be licensed by Sony and Universal, you know, so it's legal since it's, um, a, you know, the official Beastie Boys remake um, and it has the Beastie Boys sample in it. <clears throat> so all that had to be legalized. So that's been done. And I'm really excited and I worked really hard on it. That's awesome. Uh, you're getting more airplay right now than Beyonce. How does that feel? Really good. Oh, um, I guess they sent that information over to you? Yes, I did receive some information. Oh, that's awesome. No, I didn't know you knew that. Yeah, um, I, uh, fight, um, we got a report that it was getting more spins um, than the Beyonce record that's out right now um, on some stations. So I think it's it's doing great. I'm I'm so happy. The momentum of the song is going strong. That's amazing. And you were featured on All Access Top 40 Mainstream Cool New Music Spotlight among some superstars in the Top 40 Radio. Um, how did that feel? Oh, I love seeing that. Um, I I thought that it was really cool that they did a spotlight feature on it, and it just felt so great to to see the song up there 
you know, next to some of my favorite artists because I love Calvin Harris. And so it was really cool to, you know, to see my name up there with his song. I, w- I was really proud of that. Yeah. Um, and do you find that more and more people are learning who you are every day? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's c- kind of um, – it was a little crazy last night because I did the um, – since you asked that question – I did the Grammy red carpet last night because I went to the Grammys and, oh wow, you know, and within 10 minutes, you know, I thought they take the pictures and they probably don't even show up anywhere until the next morning or, you know, I'm thinking, oh, maybe they'll misspell my name and I'll never find it on the Google, you know, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, within 10 minutes, I was getting all these texts and all these emails that the pictures were going everywhere and they they kind of started going viral on the headlines and stuff because um you know they they were saying that the dress was um like showing my legs off so the pictures started going like everywhere and I was like oh my goodness I had no idea you know that 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 would move so quickly so I've been getting a lot of feedback from the song every day um but I'm I'm glad that happened last night because now that all that happened, you know, they'll go and they'll listen to my, my single. They'll go listen to my song that's out. Yeah. So I, I think that that's great. I'm really, really happy about that. Very quickly, what was the best moment of the Grammys and the worst moment of the Grammys for you? Um, hmm. The best moment, I think, uh, taking the, I took, I got, I took some photos with Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne and, um, I grew up listening to heavy metal with my parents, so that was exciting for me because I got to tell them, and that's really why I got the photos, because I wanted to send it to my parents, um, mm-hmm. because that was, you know, that was like, that would be so cool for them, so I'm going to send them the photos later tonight, and I hope they love it, but that was the best moment, and the worst moment probably had to be... Um, I don't think there was a bad moment, but I guess there was, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a bad moment, but maybe because my, my feet were hurting from my shoes, but I loved uh-huh. being there. It's like, you know, it's what they say, the, the Super Bowl of the music industry, so I, uh-huh. I can't find a bad moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you just say you had, uh, you listened to heavy metal with your parents? Are they heavy yeah. metal parents? Um, well, probably not, maybe not anymore, um, but, you know, when I was really little, um, they they listened to heavy metal. Um, my dad plays guitar, so, I mean, we listened to other things, too, not just heavy metal. We listened to more softer, melodic stuff, too, um, but definitely, you know, guitar, and, um, but they did listen to heavy metal, yes, and I kind of grew up with with a lot of that. <laughs> That's awesome. So the music video for Fight has over uh, 1,740,000 views. Maybe it's more now on YouTube. What's it like to break the million? Well, um, it's it's great. Um, there's a few versions, which is um, there's one on YouTube, and that one ha- actually has one point, I think, Three million, but then the Vivo, the Vivo video, Vivo.com, has two versions as well, and one of them has over 1.7 million, and then the newer version, um, I, I don't know how much it has yet, but um, it feels good that you know because I'm an independent artist, so to have, you know, to be growing that fan base on my own. Um, mm-hmm. So to break that million, it feels fantastic. That's amazing. What's the difference between the new video and the old video? Well, the way that came about is initially the reason, the only reason there were two versions is because we had one with Dennis Rodman and one without Dennis Rodman. Uh-huh. Um, now, about you know a while back, uh, since he's a partier and the song is "Fight for Your Right to Party." you know, he released the music video in New York. Um, So then we had, you know, a version with him and a version without him. But the video 
you know, I'm independent, so everything's kind of done, you know, in a unique strategy that's our way of doing things. And so, therefore, the video has kind of been circulating before the song hit the radio. So now that the song hit the radio um, and it came out on iTunes, we had to, you know, we were advised to release another video on the same day that the song hit iTunes. So that's why we have the third edit. Um, oh. So that's kind of the story behind all the edits. And the third edit, we just put some fun new stuff in there, that footage that no one's ever seen before. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, and hopefully um, it gets higher, gets more views. Yeah, well, uh, it certainly will after this. Let's hope uh, – Let's uh, we'll play your song "Fight" and we'll come back and chat a bit more. That cool with you? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Thank you. Right. Absolutely. Here is Kara Clichy with "Fight." Be right back with Kara. Purchase fight on iTunes by going to playersandryradio.com and clicking on the top left of the screen above Kara's picture, it says fight. Um, and just a reminder to everyone, you can tweet uh, at me, blazingry, B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y, if you have questions for Kara during the show. Now, we do have a couple questions. Um, Kara, this is from uh, Ethan from Hoboken asks, is Kara single? <laughs> yes. Um, my boyfriend right now is basically my career. I know that sounds corny, but it's <laughs> all I've been doing is work, work, work. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I see. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's a good question. Uh, and then also Mike from Brooklyn, uh, is Kara single? I'm sorry, what was that? Mike from Brooklyn also asks, is Kara single? Oh, yes, of course, yes. <laughs> that's a lot of the same right. questions there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a chance then. Um, who, who are some of your musical influences? Wow. Um, there's really been so many. Um, you know what it is? There's just, I listen to many different genres of music. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard for me to answer that question all the time. I get asked that question a lot. Um, but I, the best way I can sum up that answer, because I have so many influences, is I think to to answer the question right, mm-hmm. it's going to be off base here, but I think my influence was really my, my growing up uh, because music was, like, heavily involved in my family. Um, you know, I grew up playing instruments, and my parents were bringing me to rock concerts when I was really little and um, constantly playing loud music. So I think my biggest influence was really my parents um, instilling music in me. Um, and I know that's kind of not exactly the question you asked, but every time I think of my influence, that's that's what comes to mind. Yeah, that makes sense. What was the first rock concert they brought you to? Uh, they brought me to Joe Satriani and Steve Vai, and they are, um, you know, guitar players. They're really good. Um, Joe Satriani's been called, you know, the best guitar player in the world after Jimi Hendrix. And, um, wow. and then... After that, they also brought us, my dad also brought me and my brothers to um, the Corn and Limp Bizkit Family Values Tour. And mm-hmm. I think that's such a, yeah, and I think that's such a funny name for the, for the title of the tour, Family Values, because I was like, yeah. oh, our family values our music. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I read that you are in talks with Mac Cosmetics to be the next Mac girl. What's what's going on with that? Well, um, right now I'm am speaking with Mac, and the everything should be finalized in February. Um, but they have decided that they would like to sponsor me. So right now we're just finalizing. Oh, thank awesome. you. Yeah. So now they're like finalizing all the paperwork and stuff, but. Uh, I'm really excited about that because obviously you also get free makeup and then they'll, you know, help me do makeup before my shows and before my events and red carpets. So uh, I can't wait. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be the next Matt girl, who's going to be the next PC girl? That's what I'm wondering. The next what girl? The next PC girl, if you're going to be the next Matt girl, you know? Oh, yeah. Mhm. Stupid joke. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you are already a uh, successful uh, cover girl. How long have you been modeling? Well, the the covers are always um, related to my career. So um, I'm not on the covers as a model. I'm on the covers as um, the cover story. So then there's a whole art, a whole spread and interview inside the magazine about my career. Um, I'm not tall enough to model, but um, I think that, you know, I think that people like the way I take photos. Um, So for me, I don't mind because it's always an extra avenue to get the word out about my music. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for example, there there have been, you know, a few companies and, and obviously now Mac, you know, is joining, joining too, who want me to, you know, take photos and stuff for their companies and, and represent their companies through, I guess you would say, modeling photos. Um, but I'm always great with that because the, the better, more ways for me to get the word out about my music, the better. So. Yeah, absolutely. I read that you yeah. are uh, doing a spread for, for Esquire. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, I, I, picked, I picked up the February copy thinking I'd see it in there and, and all I saw was Danny DeVito. So, uh, <laughs> is, is it the next issue? 
Yes, it should be out any time um, because I actually we don't have the date yet, but I just finished up the interview and I just finished up um, the photo shoot and everything has, you know, been done now. They've gotten a, the, everything in order and now we're just waiting on the editor to let us know the date that it comes out, but it should be the next one, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and I don't, this isn't really a question, but on uh, Twitter, uh, at Beatrice H. Meek said, Kara's hair looks amazing on the red carpet. I guess that was last night. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I went with a really cool, unique style. Um, my good friend, his name is John Blaine. He is um, a really amazing hairstylist. He works with uh, someone I really love. He does um, Dita Bontese's hair. Um, and Dita Bontese has, always has amazing hair. He's just really, really, uh, John's really talented. So we did something really unique, and I, I really loved it. It really stood out on the carpet, and um, it, I just, the whole look was, was great. So thank you to um, Beatrice. <laughs> how, how long did your hair take to do? You know what? That's what I love about John. He is so fast. It actually didn't take that. Yeah, it took, I think, probably more time just to put the whole look together. But his he's so quick. He's used to working on big campaigns, you know, on major shoots. So when you get to that level, you have to move so fast. So he's he's really good about moving quickly, which is good for me. You know, the last thing I want to do is be sitting down for an hour, you know, so. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's it's just better when so, when people are when people are fast with hair and makeup and they're used to working on big sets. It makes everyone's lives easier. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you were uh, also featured as today's Maxim girl. Uh, what was what was that like? That's a that's a big deal. Yeah, I was really honored. You know, Maxim is uh, such a big name. And they, um, you know, they have a long history of, you know, of, you know, of writing about successful women. So I was excited that they, that they made me a Today's Girl. Um, it's a really cool feature that they do daily. And they pick, you know, one girl every day to write about, put a little, you know, little bit there and a photo spread. So it was fun. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd, you'll do more shoots with them in the future? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we've actually been in touch with them, so they might they may want to do something. Um, but, of course, you know, I never say, you know, we, you know, I, I don't, I'm hoping it, it would be about fight because <laughs> I'd like to, to talk more about the song, you know. Mm-hmm. So sure. I, I'm hoping it would be something related to the song. But, yeah, we've been in touch with them, so we'll see what happens. And then another shoot that you did was with celebrity fashion photographer uh, Gian Andrea De Stefano, where you uh, she shot you, or is it a she or he? Sorry. It's a yeah, it's a guy. Uh huh. A guy. So he shot you um, portraying music icons like Madonna and Debbie Harry. Uh, did you have to really get into character for that, or was it kind of just like a oh, like yeah. a, another shoot? No, that was, I had to really get into character for that which was really cool because we shot at a um, a venue that at nighttime uh, rock bands play at. So I, I there were a couple of really cool things going on during the shoot. Um, the, the band that was going to play later that night was actually having their sound check while we were shooting, which mm-hmm. really added – yeah, so that really added to the vibe of the shoot. And then, like, all the beer was arriving for the night. So there were guys, like, rolling in beer, like, walking past me while I was shooting with a ton of beer. It was, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, it, it was, I was in character because of all those things. <laughs> and were Madonna and Debbie Harry inspirations to you growing up? Well, they are definitely... An inspiration, especially because they are really strong women, and um, you know, I, I commend any woman who, you know, 
worked so hard in her career and really makes it to such a successful uh, pedestal, or not pedestal, to a successful, you know, place. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if pedestal would be the word, but such a successful height of their career. And I, I really respect that. I think this is um, a really hard industry, and it's not easy to break into. Um, so, yeah, those women are very iconic. Yeah, um, definitely. And now, speaking of iconic, you have 300,000 followers plus on Twitter. That's crazy. When did you notice your uh, following increasing? Um, it's been increasing really great over the past, I would say, year. Mm-hmm. And they are the sweetest. Most of my fans on Twitter are little kids. And I kind of think of us as a family because they're so supportive. They're so sweet. They, um, I was so excited because one day on my, or on my birthday, I got this amazing tweet. And um, a little girl, I guess she's a big One Direction fan because her, her Twitter handle was something Directioner. And uh, mm-hmm. the fans of the One Directioners call themselves Directioners. So yeah. I was like, oh, you know, this is a cute little One One Direction fan. And she tweeted and she said, we would be honored if we could call ourselves the carers from now on because we care. And like about you. So I was like, oh, my gosh, what a birthday present that all these little kids that support me and are so wonderful to me on Twitter have now made a name for themselves. I couldn't believe it. It was the best present I could have ever gotten, and I love them. They're they're so nice. They send me little, they make me artwork, and they send me little videos, and, um, you know, some of them have even made jewelry. They're so adorable, and then they, they'll, like, tweet me the picture, and they'll be like, I, I want to send this to you. I've just made this for you. So I I think that's definitely why I do this. Obviously, because I need to express myself as a, mm-hmm. and I'm, as an artist, you know, you have that urge to express yourself. Um, but really, if I can, you know, help to inspire these young people, um, ultimately, that's really, really, you know, the the best part about all of this because I think young kids always need. You know, um, you know, people that they can know are going to set a good example. So I, I hope to set a good example for them, and um, mm-hmm. that's the best best I can try. I'll try my best. Well, now I regret cursing at the top of the show. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sure they hear it at school, so it's fine. <laughs> no, it's not that um, bad. My fault. I, I have Dennis Rodman in my video, so it's okay. It's <laughs> okay, well, that was my great segue because my next question was, tell me about your relationship with uh, with Dennis Rodman. You know, he, he was a, a friend who um, was happy to release the video for me, um, and I just thought it was a great fit because um, this actually happened before all that stuff started happening um, which I had no idea about. So now I'm kind of like, uh-oh, because all this, you know, stuff about North Korea, and I, I don't want to be linked to that stuff in any way. But before yeah. all that happened, um, it was it was a great match to have him um, be in the video and release the video because if there's anything Dennis Rodman is known for, it's partying. And <laughs> with the song Fight for Your Right to Party, I just think it is, a perfect, you know, home run because um, Dennis Rodman's always partying. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was, um, it was really well, fun filming he, that. Uh, uh, he may need to shut the partying down soon. Didn't he just check into a rehab for alcohol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now now he's not partying. He is in rehab, so we'll see what happens. But, but uh, before all of that, everything was just um, – you know, he was definitely known as a partier, so um, mm-hmm. it was fun to shoot it with him. I mean, he's he's a he was, you know, he was happy and um, 
you know, he was he was supportive of the song. He loves the song. Um, and I think the thing that was really crazy is um, everyone just kind of kept standing around us, staring at us. They just they just couldn't like. <laughs> it's like we were just mobbed. I couldn't move. I couldn't go anywhere. It was like the, the whole place was a mob because of uh, because of the during the film during the shoot. So um, it, it was quite an experience, if anything. And you you have not been in touch with him lately, correct? No, 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 no way. <laughs> <Got it>. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So, um, you've been on The Real Housewives of New York several times, and your bio says that your infamous performance became one of the top 15 moments of Real Housewives of New York season five due to its shock value. Uh, What happened? Well, it was an Upper East Side crowd. Oh, boy. And, uh, well, I actually love the Upper East Side, but, you know, (laughs) I guess. Uh, my personality and my music is more of a downtown vibe. Uh, the uh-huh. reason I love the Upper East Side is because it's so quiet and, you know, stuff like that. So I actually love it. But uh, so I went to this. Uh, I was Sonia Morgan, one of the housewives. She has a company called Sonia in the City, and they do booking, you know, for special events. And since she has this company, she decided to throw one of the other housewives, Aviva Jesher, her anniversary party. So I was the musical talent, and it was really hilarious because I had my leather pants on, my bustier, my cup And Sonia Morgan said, okay, Kara, it's Aviva and her husband's anniversary, so I'd like you to serenade them. So I said, okay. And she goes, no. I really want you to make it obvious that we go over to them and make it all about them. So I said, okay, sure, we'll do. So I went over there and I serenaded them. And mind you, all of the friends are watching this. And apparently, I was told to serenade, so I did it. I did my job. But apparently, it was like, they were like, what is she doing? You know, I'm um, giving him a lap dance. Why is she so close to them? Why is she like dancing over them and singing that close to their faces? And I was like, Sonia told me to do it. Sonia told me to do it. So, um, <laughs> so that was quite the experience. And, and then, um, and then after the performance, some of the other housewives were like, "Is it this more of a downtown type of performance?" Um. I don't really think this performance is for this crowd. Yeah, but so there was a shock. They were shocked. It was a shock value, but I, I, I think it was a lot of fun. You know, it's always good to have crazy experiences like that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds nuts. Um, <laughs> you, you're, you've also been on Howard TV a couple times lately, Howard Stern TV and radio show. Um, and uh, the last time you were on, you were top Google trend. Uh, what happened there? It just, it, it, I guess it went really well. Um, okay. <laughs> so what's your rapport like with, with Howard? Oh, he's great. Um, the first time I was on his show, I was only 18. So, mm-hmm. you know, he met me very young. He was, so I was, he was extremely respectful towards me and, you know, more like really kind. Like he didn't make any, you know, jokes or any, you know, sexual uh-huh. remarks, nothing like that. He's actually a really, really great, nice guy. So then when I went on his show the second time around, um, he uh, remembered me, of course. Him and Robin remembered me and they mm-hmm. – so I guess thought in their minds, gosh, we met her when she was only 18. So they didn't, you know, they they, they remembered that that side of me. So they were still, Howard was still extremely kind the second time around, very supportive of my career. And um, I just think they're actually, like, really, really amazing, great people. 
you know, there's good people to have in your corner as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, very nice. Tell me a bit about your involvement with the Armed Forces Entertainment and the Million Faces of Support. Well, one of my biggest, um, you know, they uh, like the troops is really, really important to me. The troops are very important to me. Um, both sides of my family, um, you know, come from military. military. My dad um, is a veteran. My Both grandfathers um, were also very big in the military and veterans and um, grew up, um, you know, really knowing to appreciate everything that the troops do for us. And so that's one of the biggest things I want to support. Um, so right now I'm a spokesperson from, for Million Faces of Support, um, which is trying to make the set a world record uh, for the world's largest mosaic of a bunch of uh, people, people's faces, showing, you know, that this is how many people support the troops. Um, so to make very large, you know, art work dedicated to showing how many people support the troops. Um, and I'd also like to start my own organization in the future um, so I can get really involved and do more things, you know, that I want to do to help the truth. And then, um, you know, uh, Armed Forces Entertainment, you never know. The way they work is you just get a phone call and, you know, you go to an overseas space and you perform. Um, I haven't gotten the call yet, uh, but it could be any day, and I'll be happy mm-hmm. to do it. I want to go support. Great. Well, keep up the good work with that. It's really important stuff. Okay, thanks. Um, so, uh, just in case we get cut off of our live feed, uh, we might go a couple minutes over. So, uh, relax, everyone who's listening. All you have to do is just call the number 917-388-4131. That's 917-388-4131 to hear the last couple minutes of the, uh, the interview. Now, Kara, we always play a game on this show. It's called Hot or Hot Mess, where I give you a list of things and you tell me if they're hot or a hot mess. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Let's open it up. All right. First up on hot or hot mess, Justin Bieber. Hot. <laughs> hot. Not All a hot right. mess. I support other artists, and he's very young, so he has time to get through this. So currently, he is still hot. Good answer. Miley Cyrus, hot or hot mess? Hmm, I think also hot. (laughs) (laughs) How about Dennis Rodman, hot or hot mess? Oh, well, that would have to be a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West, hot or hot mess? Um, also a hot mess. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it could be a hot, hot slash hot mess. He's probably only a hot mess when he punches someone, or says <laughs> a remark, or or, or tells Taylor Swift she shouldn't have won the award. But yeah. only a hot mess during those moments. <laughs> <laughs> How about Rick Rubin, hot or hot mess? Hot. Hot, hot, hot. How about Leonardo DiCaprio, hot or hot mess? Oh, he's hot. He's he's a great actor and and involved in so many great charities. Hot. (laughs) And uh, I threw this one in there. You're from Texas. I don't know if you did. What about the TV show Friday Night Lights, hot or hot mess? Well, I've I've never seen it, but I've heard a lot of, about it, and people love it. So I would say hot. Uh, I think it's the greatest show ever in history. So well, when you hot, get a chance, hot. You I'll watch it. <laughs> okay, I will. All right. So where can fans uh, find out information about you? Karaquichi.com, correct? Yes. 
C-A-R-A-Q-U-I-T-I.com, and all my social media links are on there. That would probably be the easiest. Um, There's a little place in the corner that has all the social media links, the Instagram, the Twitter, um, but everything's Karakuchi anyway, so twitter.com backslash Karakuchi and and so on, except for Facebook. Facebook is backslash official Kara. Official Kara. Uh, beautiful. And do you have any shows coming up that you're going to uh, perform? Do. Um, I think I'm going to be performing soon um, for some of the radio stations that are playing uh, my music. So um, I look forward to it. But um, I hope, you know, um, that I think when – what I was going to say is um, we're looking for sites to chart very, very high um, mm-hmm. on Billboard. And from that, then, then I'll start diving into the other offers for the performances I've been getting lately and choose, you know, what are going to be the best, you know, venues and the best things for me and for my fan base. And um, I just want it to be really special for them. So I'll know a lot more stuff um, as the song gets higher on the charts, but definitely a lot of fun uh, performances coming up, <clears throat> and I just I want to make it really special for my fans. So. Will they be in L.A., or are they kind of all over? Uh, probably all over. So. Oh, great. All right. Well, Kara, I skipped over so many questions. Next time you have a big, huge hit like this, will you come back and, and we can talk some more? Of course. You're a pleasure. I had a great time. I feel very comfortable. And definitely, definitely for sure. Awesome. Well, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, Have a wonderful night and feel better. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry my throat's so scratchy. I hope you could understand everything I was saying. I could. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about that. Okay. You have a good (laughs) night. Thank you. Good night. Take care. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Uh, that was Kara Quichi. Check her out, karaquichi.com. Uh, just a reminder in the last couple minutes of the show that if you want to purchase Fight by Kara Quichi, remember she said she wants it to chart really high, go to blazinryradio.com, B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com, and click on the link to buy, download, fight off of iTunes. It's on the top left corner of the page. Also, as I said at the beginning of the show, Who likes shaving? Well, maybe some people like shaving, but nobody likes buying razors. Go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Dollar Shave Club. You can get razors delivered to your door every month for as little as $1. Not joking. And also, please, 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 if you enjoyed this interview with Kara tonight, go to shortyawards.com slash blazingry and nominate blazingry in the category of podcaster. Okay? Shortyawards.com. Slash Blazing Rye, nominate Blazing Rye and Podcaster. That I would be so honored for your vote. Um, all right, so I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Keep tuning into the show every Monday and Wednesday. We'll be back Wednesday night with Blazing Rye backstage, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, with my lovely co host, Jonathan Weeks, and the Wizard of Waverly Place, Tom Fogarty. And we'll be back on next Monday with another Blazing Riot Radio episode. So, um, remember, to download Kara's song, go to BlazingRiotRadio.com. Click on the top left corner of the screen. Help her get charting really high on Billboard. All right, everyone. Hit the brakes, Florence. We'll catch you later. Good night. And uh, take care, everyone. See the house lights start to blink And the sky is turning pink Gosh, what will the neighbors think? Cause here it is tomorrow again We could share a perfect dance But we've danced the night away Guess you'd better hit the head Cause here it is tomorrow again We saw the sunset in the sky Soon we'll see the dawn Mother nature's about to rise And father time is marching on Did you hear my daddy yell? 
we've been leaning on the bell. Kiss me quick and run like 60, cause here it is tomorrow again. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.